The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray talk about the Mercedes Monet injury in Long Beach, California for New Japan. What's next? For Mercedes, myself, Mark, and Bully talk about that. Also, we talk to the GOAT, the nature boy himself, Ric Flair. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Let's dive into a Monday morning here with the Busted Open Nation. And unfortunately, guys, it's a, it's on a bit of a, a tough note because the injury bug, once again, like it did this time last year, The injury bug hits the WWE and AEW and New Japan. And I mentioned AEW because Forbidden Door is coming up next month. But I think everybody knows about the injury to Liv Morgan. And we saw from SmackDown on this past Friday that that's really going to have heavy implications on the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship titles. It also looks like Dakota Kai is injured. And she's going to be out for a substantial amount of time. And then last night... Uh, New Japan had a show in Long Beach, California, and Mercedes Monet broke her ankle in a match with Willow Nightingale. So, Mark, it seems like there's going to be some heavy implications to what we're going to see moving forward in the WWE and what we might have seen from Forbidden Door with AEW and New Japan. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's enough quality talent <clears throat> to to fill the void at WWE, um, but it just sucks that it happens in a time when uh, everybody needs to be all hands on deck and healthy. Uh, as far as Mercedes, um, it sucks because uh, Japan has put so much into her uh, being like one of their main draws. Uh now she she'll be gone for a substantial amount of time. You broke your ankle, bully. You know, did you know when it happened that that was the injury, or did you not know that until you found out later? Because I, I would think that that's going to come into into play as well. Five minutes into the very first match of barely legal Dudley versus Eliminators, I shattered my ankle. And I knew I was taking total elimination. I knew that that was the finish. I made sure that I got through the next 10 minutes of the match 
on a shattered ankle, took the finish, took the pin, and then went to the hospital. But you, but you knew that this in that the, you knew the severity for, of your injury when it when it took place. I didn't have a doctor tell me I had a shattered ankle in the middle of the match, but I knew something significant had happened to my ankle, a pain that I had never ever felt before. Okay. I shattered mine and I screamed like a scalded dog and laid there and rolled around like somebody shot me with a howitzer. That's a big gun. (laughs) Boy, I went down like a ton of bricks. And you also probably, if I remember correctly, Mark, you wore low boots, correct? Yeah, I did. And I, Uh, I, and your your boots, I, your, you didn't tape your ankle, right? No. I was young. All right, I had boots. I had on boots that came above, uh, I'm sorry, mid-calf. So I had a significant amount of lacing up. I had a significant amount of support. The laces that actually ran up my calf when when your boots are laced correctly actually act like wraps for your ankle because it's so tight. So the tightness of the boot and the way I laced my boots taught to me by Bam Bam Bigelow helped me get through the match uh, with a shattered ankle because it was it, the laces act as good compression as a, probably your laces that were a, a little looser and your, and your boot was lower, not giving you as much uh, support as you would have needed. Yeah, I wish I'd have had a Bam Bam at that time because uh, nobody was teaching me shit because they hated my guts. And there you have it. <laughs> How long were you out for, Bully? I didn't take any days off. So you just kept wow. going? The, the, um, the, I got to the hospital. They put a cast on me. They told me I'd be in my cast for three months. And then I would have to rehab my shattered ankle because it just wasn't broken. It was shattered. Um at this point in me and Devon's career, it was not going to be good for us to be slowed down by an injury. And what they were going to do is they were going to have Devon and big Dick tagging together. And as much as I loved, you know, Alex Rizzo, big Dick Dudley, I just knew that that wasn't the right thing for us at that time. So after three days, I was laying in bed having a massive anxiety attack, thinking about me and Devon's career at that moment. I was sweating in bed. It was 3 a.m. I got up. I went into my father's toolbox. I pulled out a pair of pliers and a hacksaw and proceeded to go into my bedroom and hack my cast off on my own. Got the cast off, still continue to use my crutches, and then... When I got to an ECW show the very next day, Raven gave me a walking boot that he used when he hurt his ankle. So I continued to wrestle in a walking boot. Thus, my ankle healed the wrong way. I deal with the pain to this day. I oh. deal with the repercussions to this day. However, me and Devon didn't lose much time together and we continued to... Uh, you know, we continued our tra- on our trajectory doing what we were doing. So you have a lifetime memory of that moment. I can't walk uphill. It's virtually impossible for me to walk uphill. 
because my left ankle no longer bends in a certain direction because extra bone had grown in a spot it wasn't supposed to grow in my ankle in the healing process. So now, Mark, when I walk uphill, I have to throw my left foot completely to the side in order to get power to push off of it. But these are the things you, this is, this is very old school, Dave. These are the things you do when you are hurt to make sure you don't miss time. There's no such thing as time off in the wrestling business that I came from. You did it. Yeah. Your, your ankle is shattered. Okay. We'll wrap it up. We'll, 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 you know, you'll, you'll take a couple of, we don't take some B12. Uh, we'll take some uh, Flintstones chewables and we'll uh, we'll work around it. We'll get around it, but the show must go rub on. Some, rub some tussin on it. Yeah, we'll rub <laughs> some tussin on it. Little 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 spit and uh, dirt and uh, and a shot of Jack. You'll be good. You'll be good. But you, that, you know what, that, bully? That doesn't you, go on anymore. But bully, you just said. But you just said something that's interesting because you wanted to keep going because. You know, at that point, you're building momentum and you didn't want that momentum to stop. So you weren't going to let an injury stop you. But even and like you just said, that doesn't happen anymore. And you're right. You know, obviously, they always go to the to safety first in these situations. But you could probably still make the same claim, Bully, because how many times have we seen somebody get injured and then they're out of action and they're never able to get back to where they were? Before that injury. And, you know, we see it time in and time again where you get injury, you get, you have momentum, you're building and you're building and you're building and injury happens and you're never quite able to get back to where you were before. And Mark, fill in the blank here. What's the number one reason why the boys don't take time off when they're injured? You don't want nobody to get that shine while you're gone. Ding, ding, ding. Somebody will fill your place. They will fill your place quickly. You know, lately I've seen some type of uh, um, saying on social media about, you know, don't take your job so seriously because if you were gone tomorrow, they'd fill your spot in a heartbeat, which would prove to you just how much you really meant to any company. And in wrestling, the show must always go on. In big business, the show must always go on. So Mark Henry could come back, you know, to wrestle and be having one hell of a return run. The Mark Henry out of retirement tour. Everybody's getting World Strongest Slam, World Strongest Slam, World Strongest Slam. And all of a sudden, World Strongest Slam, but Mark Henry pulls his back. And Mark's going to be out now for two months. Oh, man. Damn, Mark, you're going to be out for two months? Oh, we we love you so much, Mark. We're going to miss you. Oh, we hope you come back soon. Bully! (laughs) But that's exactly what's going to happen. But that's what goes down and that's the fear of the business that looms above wrestlers' heads at times, saying that Mark saying to himself, damn, I just threw out my back. I know it's really bad. I've lifted a 1,000 pounds and haven't felt this kind of pain before. But shit, I just came back. What do I do? Let me slam a couple of these pills and take some B12 and some Flintstones gummies, and maybe I'll make it through. And your work hurt. And, and you don't, like, I, you know what the perfect example for me is, is Dolph Ziggler. You look at Dolph Ziggler and where he was 
right after WrestleMania 29. And that, that Monday Night Raw, right after that WrestleMania at the IZOD Center, when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. Can you think of a, a moment that had a bigger pop than when Dolph Ziggler beat Alberto Del Rio, cashed in that Money in the Bank briefcase, and became World Heavyweight Champion? Blew the roof off that arena. Shortly after that, Ziggler gets injured. And guys, I mean, this is not a knock on Ziggler. We all love him. But he has never come close to being where he was at that time. So you're right. It's almost like it's unfortunate, and it's in the wrestling business, but it's in other forms of business as well. Out of sight, out of mind. Bully, you just said that machine needs to keep going. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. Why? Because you have a SmackDown coming up, and you have another Monday Night Raw next week. And, you know, you can't sit and wait for people to come back from injury. So you, so what you're saying, Bully and Mark, is 100% true. You're going to have to call up that next person. And we see it in sports as well. How did Tom Brady get to be Tom Brady? Drew Bledsoe went injury. down with injury, and Tom Brady stepped in. Nobody thought that that guy was ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Never left. And then never... Drew Bledsoe never had that opportunity again. Steve Young, yep. right? Yep. Well, same thing. I mean, Steve. Well, Steve Young came Danny, in. Because, Danny White. Danny White came in after Roger Staubach got hurt. I'll never forget the day. I think I got this right, Dave. Mark, you back me up here, or shoot it down. The Cowboys were destroying the Packers, and didn't. Favre go down, and they brought in Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers almost brought them back to victory? Um, I want to say that that's accurate. Yeah, that he was like, that Aaron Rodgers was the backup. Again, a frustrated backup, was drafted, waiting for his opportunity, waiting for his opportunity, and that's when the Packers knew, hey, this is a guy, we could lose Favre, and we would be okay. And honestly, they went on to win another Super Bowl without Brett Favre. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The greatest of all time, and that is the nature boy, Ric Flair. Sir, how are you this morning and thank you for the time. I'm great, thank you. How are you? We are ecstatic, always are, when you join us. And this is a big day, I know, for you, Rick, and the WWE because, you know, you're up for an Emmy, which I think is so cool. And the first time ever that the WWE has ever been associated with an Emmy. So this is this is a distinct honor, and it's great to have you on to talk about it. Yeah, I'm really excited, man. Uh- if that if that actually happens and I win that damn thing, I'll be very hard. It'll be very hard for me to hold the alligators down. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, I've been saying for years, years, why should why are there not big time awards, Oscars, Emmys, daytime Emmys, like for pro wrestling? And for you to get us, and I say us, being the wrestling business on that landscape, it's got to feel good to be able to have that happen. Well, I just even be nominated. I mean, if you think about it, The Rock has never been nominated for an Emmy. Right. He's the biggest star in Hollywood. (laughs) So it's a big deal. I'm excited and. It, it um, I never anticipated this when I started the project, but it's fun and um, yeah, you know, I'll just have to wait and see. And now, 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 the hardest part is waiting to see what happens. So, 
Rick, how did you find out about it? Did you get a phone call? Were you text? Who told you? Kevin Dunn. Kevin did he tell Dunn. us about the conversation? I, like, did he build it up a little bit for you? No, he said, holy shit. <laughs> so he texts me. He goes, holy shit. And I go, what? He said, you don't know? I said, no. He said, you've been nominated for uh, an Emmy. I went, oh, my God. I was just, you know. So, you know, it's funny. We all... We all appreciate Mark Knowles on delivery. We all appreciate whatever, you know, the, the, the business gives us. But this is one of those deals where you're – and I have so many friends like ESPN. So, like Stephen does. Stephen A was a big part of the documentary. I mean, he really put me over. This well, talk about – it's the oh. greatest shit talker of all time. <laughs> oh, I get maybe you should listen to this show more. Um, I will say this. You know, when you when you look at and, and I kinda compare you to the Beatles, Rick, and when I say that I mean not only being, you know, the foundation and the greatest, but also like the Beatles have had so many shows and documentaries about them. So have you, Rick. Do you feel like this one that's being nominated, Woo, Becoming Ric Flair. To you, is that the ultimate documentary about your career and your life? I think it's the most accurate depiction, yeah. Obviously, you know how much of a fan I am of yours. I grew up being a fan of yours. I always say you're the greatest of all time. And I was having fights with kids back in the day when you know they would mention Hulk Hogan. I said, well, I guess you never saw Ric Flair wrestle. But, like... You're more relevant now than you were in the 80s during the heyday of you being NWA champion because obviously there was a lot of areas of the country that didn't watch the NWA. Wouldn't you agree you're more relevant now in 2023 than you've ever been? Absolutely. And and we and we do we do love and respect you. I do have one more question because we talk about it here on Busted Open all the time, Mark and Bully. And I think I think by this point we could all agree that Cody Rhodes should have beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. So we don't even have to talk about that. We all agree on that by this point. Uh, but like, what would you do with, with Cody? Because can you, do you, do you think Cody Rhodes should be the person to dethrone Roman Reigns? Um, I, I most definitely did. Or do you talk about the match or going forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I w- yeah. Do you think a? Do you think Cody should have beat Roman at WrestleMania 39? And yeah. if if not, do you think he should be the one to dethrone Roman? Yes. A yes and yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, number one. Number two. I think that. Um, He's performing at a level right now. He had two matches with Seth Rollins that really put him in a different place. Yeah, I, I knew he could work, and we, we've all known him for years. But the two matches with Seth Rollins that he had were off the hook. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I was in shock when he didn't win it. But, you know, nobody knows what's going on there, and, and who's making the decisions? I mean, we, Billy Ray and I and, and Mark can talk about it all day long. 
It changes every minute. Would you guys agree? Oh yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, they. they it's it, it, you know, it's a it's a complicated. It's it's a sophisticated, complicated, but very politically dominated situation right now. I would that that would be my, my comment. Rick, before we let you, Rick, before we let you go, I just got one more question for you. When is your next match? My next match? Yeah, because we all want to see you wrestle again. But you, you, you guys won't tell anybody. No, we won't tell a soul. When, when Wendy walks back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right, God bless. God bless. All right, God bless. Wait, wait, one last thing. And Rick, thank you so much for the time. But just to, to go back to Cody for a second, because I feel like Cody should have beat Roman. And I feel like they're going to be chasing that moment and getting that moment because I felt like it was right there for them to have. And now they're going to be yeah. chasing that moment. And let and me, let, me make, let, let me make one other statement that I will. I, I, I it, it drove me crazy. I said it right there in Gorilla. How do you put the, the Usos, who I love to death, Sami Zayn and um, Kevin, who I love. Kevin, I really think the world of Ed Uso. I don't know Zayn that well, but he's a nice kid. How do you put them on ahead of Rhea and Ashley? Oh, my God. What in the hell? And Rhea and Ashley had the best match at WrestleMania. If you, if you didn't watch it, watch it back. It well, that actually, was... It was actually well, we, we said that, Rick, the next day. No, we what, said what that. took that German off the second rope and it totally inverted and landed on her face. It was the move of, the, of mania. It drove that, me crazy. That match was fit. But that was a debate we had on this show going up to, like, what, what match should... Uh, main event night number one, and it was between Charlotte and Rhea in that tag match. But storyline wise, I can kind of understand the tag match because it built in to the bloodline story. But I do agree with you that, in my opinion, Charlotte and Rhea were the best match that night for sure. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, and and but it, it is the deal when a and 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 Bubba, you know this too, more than anybody in, in the history of the business. The single championships always come ahead of the tag championships. That's just the formula in the business. And it's, it'd be like, it would have been like if for 10 years they put Tully and Arn on ahead of me. Does that make sense? Because Tully and Arn, I guess, Dusty and Magnum and whoever, was impossible to follow. The matches were so damn good. I used to sit there and think, Jesus Christ, I got to rest Nikita for an hour after watching that. You know how good they were, bullying, as were you guys. But the structure of the business has always been the single champions going last. And I just, I mean, that was as, as political a move as I've ever seen in the business. Please. But, what, but, but Rick, if let me ask you this, and I agree with everything you just said. You said a political move. You said you were at Gorilla. What information were you able to get? What was the politics behind the political move? Well, well, well I'm just saying that the bloodline has that much pull. 
and I would I would say that's political, isn't it? I mean, I don't like like Dave was saying. We discussed it. I always believe a world championship should go on last unless there's. Um, Rick, let me ask you this: Last year's WrestleMania, Steve and Kevin went on last. Would you feel the same way if that match no, happened this no, but, 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 but that year again, we're talking about Steve Austin, okay? Steve can go on when he wants to go on. He's earned that right. If Steve wanted to go on last on the second night, they should put him there. That's Steve Austin. But it, they we're talking about two different things. Steve Austin, in my opinion, as I'm sure you guys will agree, can do anything he wants to do because he did that much for the company. It, anything. So, I mean, I, I had no problem with that at all because that match took place before Ash, Ashley and Ronda. So, but I didn't have a problem with that because of Steve Austin. All right, I, I, I can understand. Rick, as always, we thank you for the time. We love you. We appreciate you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, how many Steve Austin's are there? There, are, there aren't any. He's the, he is arguably the greatest, uh, you know, a star. As far as star power, a lot of people. Steve, Steve Austin's responsible for the company going public. That's, that's my opinion. Rick, I have one more, one more thing. I know it keeps, and I know your time is short, and I appreciate the time, but I always have a lot of questions. And this is, this is the comparison I made, and shoot me down if I'm wrong. Um, you know, when with Cody not winning at WrestleMania 39, and now it will see if Cody wins and beats Roman at another time. We brought up, I brought up your feud with Dusty Rhodes. And, you know, we talked about the hard times for Dusty, which led to the match that you had at Starcade 85, The Gathering, where Dusty didn't beat you for the championship, and he didn't beat you until the Great American Bash in the cage. And I felt at that time it wasn't as big of a moment because it didn't happen at Starcade. Am I off on that, or do you agree with that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I to, to be honest with you, Dusty. This is my take on Dusty and I. He could have been a champion all the time, but he didn't have the time. He was so invested in such a genius at booking. And I th- I don't think he liked, um, I think he would have come tight longer, but I don't think he liked a different hotel room in a different city every night in the world. Okay. And that, that's what the NWA title was. A different hotel, a different city, sometimes a different country. I mean, one week, I tell the stories to somebody the day. I went from Sydney Australia to Auckland, Auckland to St. Louis, St. Louis to Atlanta, Atlanta back to Japan one week. An hour every night. That's a world champion. That's a world champion right there. That's the definition of a world champion. Do that. Rick, uh, again, congratulations. I, I hope you win this. You deserve it. You deserve this Emmy. Thank you. Um, and I hope we're calling you an, an Emmy Award winner along with all the other accolades that you already have. Thank you for being a friend of this show, and good luck. Yeah, good hey, Lord, thank Rick. you. By the way, I, 
I'm not saying anything wrong. I love Roman Reigns, and and he's the franchise. I think that the franchise, you've been looking at two franchise players in the business, uh, it would be Roman, and I, and I have to say, and I think my daughter is, is, on, the, is on the same plateau. Um, and I, I, under, I also understand that if Roman is making them that much money, that's where the belt needed to stay. I don't have any idea what the economic situation is. And I love Sammy and Kevin. It was just, it was just my personal opinion, which I said in Gorilla. When oh, but, I said it should have been on last. But, but Rick, I think it's any disrespect. I think it's the conversation that we had right here on Busted Open, whether you choose to go with the story thread or choose to go with the world heavyweight championship and that world championship. And I think that world championship to your point, And I think a lot of people on this show agree that that world women's championship between Charlotte and Rhea should have been the main event based on the title. So it's all, it's actually making a choice over story over title. I don't think that's any disrespect at all. No, 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 but it's not meant to be, but the guys are so sensitive now, you know, they, Oh my God, Rick Flair said this, Rick Flair said this. All Ric Flair is saying, that it was just my opinion. I think they're all wonderful. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, let me just say this, is the most respectful kid in the business. I did the KO show one time, and he goes, I said, what do you want to talk about? He said, oh, my God, you tell me. <laughs> I said, well, it's your show. He said, yeah, but you're Ric Flair. I couldn't believe he said it, because guys don't talk like that anymore. And and Kev, and uh, Billy and uh, Mark know that guys don't talk like that anymore. But the respect issues are hugely different than they were twenty years ago. It's uh, Rick. I, it's Rick. It's funny that you just said that the respect issues are different than they were twenty years ago. Oh yesterday, yesterday we dropped a podcast that we do every Sunday. It's me, Mark. Tommy Dreamer and Dave LaGreca called the master's class. And we were specifically talking about the respect of the business and how much it has changed. Uh, and, and you're mentioning it again, again now. So I encourage everybody to go listen to our master's class. Uh, I, we agree with you, Rick, that the respect has changed, but I also will say this, you owe nobody an apology for your opinion. I have said over and over again, I don't believe in star match ratings. And until Ric Flair gives out star match ratings, then I'll start listening because you're the expert out there. The other guys who do star ratings have never taken a bump in their life. So I don't think you should apologize for any opinions that you give. You could come out here and say, Bully Ray is the shits. And I would be like, well, if Ric Flair thinks I'm the shits, then maybe I'm that bad and I should hang them up tomorrow. But I know you try to cover your tracks sometimes because you don't want to step on too many people's toes. And what I say, screw them. Step on their toes because your opinion holds a lot of water in the wrestling business when it comes to how performers go out there and do what we do and what you did seven nights a week and twice on Sundays. Okay, well, thank you very much. But but here's the same thing for me. I want to be able to walk into the arena, shake everybody's hand, feel comfortable, 
And as long as Ashley is performing, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Does that make sense? I, I, I'm going to say, talk with you guys in a general conversation, but obviously I have opinions about a lot of stuff, but I want, I don't want to be, be uncomfortable for Ashley. I want to be able to walk in the arena, sit in gorilla. I mean, at 74, I get a lot of privileges that those guys extend me. I can do anything I want to do. And they, and it, 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 the door is open for me. And I don't want to burn that bridge. And the guys, that's one of the problems that you guys recognize too, are so sensitive to social media. Oh, my God. It, it, it's running the business right now, guys. You know that. Not ruining it, running it. Well, it is running it. You know, you're, you make you make it. That's by the way, that's a topic for the master's class. How social media is running the pro wrestling business right now, Rick. Uh, thank. It, 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 listen, I, I can't argue because in a lot of ways, because we talk about it, Rick, all the time, and because I see it, I, Rick, I'm guilty of it. Even when this show is over today. When we finish our show, we sign off at noon. The first thing I do is pick up the phone and see what the reaction is of the nation because it's instant reaction on social media. And I feel like it's the same way with wrestlers. When their matches are over, probably the first thing they do is pick up their phone to see what the reaction is of the fans. I can remember two kids, and I'm not going to run their name by you because you guys know them, that were looking at the computer and some damn thing, five minutes after the match, and I said, what are you guys doing? We're just trying to see what the fans thought. I went, oh, my God. All you guys need to do is care about the guys sitting up there and screaming at everybody in gorilla cares. That's the only guy you have to <laughs> I, I actually lost it. I told him, I said, guys, that is not going to help you. These are fans. They're the people that are paying to see. It drives me crazy, but who knows? You know, right now, but I I won't budge on that. The, the kids are very sensitive to social media. It's ridiculous. Rick, um, I I love you. It's always an honor when you appear on our show uh, because you know you were my favorite wrestler growing up, and you're the greatest of all time. And your opinion, as Bully said. That's the opinion that matters, and we always appreciate your appearances here on the show. Well, I love you guys. I, I'll, I'll call in tomorrow. If I win tonight, I'll call in tomorrow morning, and we'll go woo. Okay, sounds good to me. Good luck, Rick. Take care, guys. Love you guys. All right, love you. Love you, Nate. Good luck. Bye. Thanks for all the respect, guys. Love you. You got it. Always. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.